0: We last started the sixth period of Masichat Nidarim, and we were discussing that if a person says he's not going to eat a certain food, uh, how is he allowed to eat it? When is he not allowed to eat it? And we talked about Rabbi Yehuda not benefiting from this world. Him and his wife were poor, and he would rather it this way. And with that, we're going to start Nun Amud Alif, three lines in where it says Rabbi Akiva, and we're going to be talking about the famous Rabbi Akiva story. Rabiaki va became engaged to the daughter of Kalbasaboa, one of the rich people in Yerushalayim. Shama Kalbasaboa. Kalbasaboa heard this. Adra Hanaa he vowed that she's not going to have any benefit from, her, uh, from his assets. So she went and she got married to him in the winter. And they lived together in the place where they kept the the, the straw, the hay, where all the grains were kept. And Ibi was once picking the straw out of his wife's hair. And he told her, li, If I had money, I would give you a, a piece of jewelry that has Yerushalayim and gold on it. He looked like a poor person. And he was knocking on the door. And he said to them, Can I please have a little bit of straw? My wife just gave birth. And I have nothing to put her on. You know, I want to make a bed. I want to put some straw. And uh, Leona, we did this on purpose just to make them a little bit happier. And Amale Rabbi Akiva, the Rabbi Akiva, told his wife Look at this poor man. He's even worse off than us. He doesn't even have a straw for, the, 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 for his wife to sleep on. Amra Leh So Rabbi Akiva's wife told him, Why don't you go learn Torah, become a Tamid Hakam. So Azal Tarte Sere shenin. He went for twelve years. Kameh Rabi Ayzev Rabbi Oshwa in front of them. He learned Torah from them. The Mishlam Tarte Sere shenin. after twelve years Ka'ata Alibete came home. Shamami Nahore Bete heard from behind the house. De Ka'ama Leh Hada Shah de Arashat told his wife, Shapira, Avid Lech Abuh, Y your father did right. Because Hada de Lordame Leh number one, because he was not on your level of uh you know family. You guys are in a more important point, family, he's a lowly family. Who, who knows about him? Number two, Shapkach al melut Hayut Kol Dehushanin, he left you like a living almana all these years. He just dropped you like an aguna. He didn't heard of you, nothing about you, nothing. He just dropped you like that. Amara alesh, she answered back, if you would listen to me, he would go back to Shah for another 12 years and learn Torah and Amar, and he said, "Listen, uh, she gave me permission. I'll go backwards so and go straight there." Hadar He went back to Bet Midrash. He learned another twelve years. He came back with twenty-four thousand couples of students. Now, by the way, this goes against the, the Gemara in I think it's the Samachbet, where it says over there he had 24,000 students, not 24,000 couples of students. Okay. When he came back, the entire world, the entire city, came to greet him. And she also went to go greet her husband. came to her and he told her, Where are you going? Meaning, meaning you're not on the level. To uh, to go, with, especially with these type of clothing, you're not on the level. Now all of a sudden, she's not on the level anymore. And in the Gemara her neighbors were telling her, "Why don't you just borrow clothing, look nice?" And Amara and and Rachel told uh, the person that Yodel Tzadik Nefesh Bemto. A tzadik knows the nefesh of his uh, of his behema, meaning he knows what I had to go through in order for for him to learn Torah. And he would honor me more with these clothing. So, so Rabbi Akiva's wife came to see him. The so rabbis were pushing her. Rabbi Akiva told them, Leave her alone. Whatever is mine and whatever is yours it really belongs to her. She's the one who sent me to learn Torah. And you have to honor her. Shama, uh, Kalba Savua. Kalba heard that the big tzadi came. Atavichil al Nidre. He came and he did hatar nidareem on that vow Idran's daughter. Vishchereye, vishchere. And they allowed him and everything became mutar. And the Gemara tells us, Min Shit Miley, became rich from six things. Number one, Min Kalbasavua from his father in law. Number two is, Min Ila from the ram of the boat every boat has a good luck charm they would make a uh, wooden ram and they would fill it up with gold one time the, the boat people forgot this wooden ram on the uh, at shore and came and found it and uh, he became rich from that number 3 there was a big uh, a uh, wooden chest that pe- that uh, the people of the boat would put their money in. One time, Rabbi Akiva gave four zoos to uh, the sailors. and he told him, I tell can you, uh, you bring me something with that uh, four zoos I want to make money." And the only thing they found for him was a box that, that was by the by the beach, and they brought them, and and they told Rabbi Akiva, "Abid here, just hold on to this until we find you something better. He opened up. He found lots of money. one one time a boat sank. And all the money was in that box. And they found out that He found out that it came from a place called the Surukita, meaning it was a group of Ishmaelim on that boat, and they lost their money, and they all died, so he got to keep it. Number four, Umin Matronita. He became rich from this uh, Goya. What happened? One time, they need to borrow money from uh, uh, from one of these rich ladies. So, Hachamim when Rabbi Akiva went to this lady. They borrowed money from her, and she said, Who's going gonna to co-sign on this? And uh, she said, I want Hashem to co-sign on this. And the day came, they couldn't get her the money. Rabbi Akiva was sick, so she went to the ocean. She said, Hashem, you're the co-signer, I want the, the money. And uh, Hashem made it that the Caesar's daughter became uh, crazy. She took a chest full of money, she threw it out into the ocean, and it landed right in front of this woman. And she brought it home, and she found that, she, that Hashem paid her back. Couple of days later, Bi'akiban's friends went to come and give her the money. She said, "Already Hashem paid it back, so you got to keep that money, meaning all the leftover money from from whatever she gave them, and what, and all that leftover money from uh, whatever Hashem paid her back extra, all that extra money she gave back to Bi'akiban's friends." Entos what explains that she gave him a lot of gifts. Number five, Umin ishto shel And from the wife of Ternus the story over there was Ternus was an important person and he used to ask Rabbi Akiva a lot of questions to try to embarrass him and Rabbi Akiva always got them right. And one time his wife said, I'm going to get him. And one time the wife uh, came to him and when he saw her, he he spat on the floor and he laughed and he cried and she asked him why and he he said because uh, you come from uh, a seed, which is disgusting. And, be, and and he, he cried because she's such a pretty woman and she is going to die and be buried. And he didn't tell her why he left. So when they got married, she he, she burned all that money. And number six, برشلوم, who was a Roman officer who convinced the king not to kill Rabbi uh, Akivan and his friends, not to kill the Jews. Uh, he told the, the king that people are going to say that your kingdom is going to be cut. And he says, you're right, you won this uh, this argument, but now I'm going to have to kill you. So while he was running, he was mafkir all his uh, money to Rabbi Akiva and his friends, and that's how Rabbi Akiva became rich. And the Gemara says a story, Rav Gamda gave money to sailors to go get him something from overseas, he wants to do business. they couldn't find anything so they brought for four zoos. They went and they got him a monkey. ale harta. The monkey ran away. He found the hole. He went into the hole into the ground. Hafru They dug after him. al They found him sitting on a pearl. noon le kolehon. They ended up bringing him all the pearls. It was hasidut as a as a thank you. They gave him uh, pearls. As uh, as you see, we, we found all these uh, diamonds and pearls just because of the rabbi's chut. Amradeh bat kesad rabbi'shab ben hananyah. The Caesar's daughter told rabbi'shab ben hananyah, Torah me fo'arab echli mecho'ar. You have such beautiful Torah, but in a disgusting uh, vessel, meaning you don't look good. Amradeh, limdimi bet avuch. Learn from your family's house. Ba meh 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 And what do they put the wine in? Amradeh beh maneh de fa'arab. We put it in earthenware clay vessels. Everyone puts it in clay vessels. You also put it in clay vessels. What's the difference? You should put it in silver and gold. So she went and she put all the wine in gold and silver, and it, it spoiled. and he told Can the same thing with Torah? That if you put Torah in something beautiful, it's going to it, spoil. It's not going to be good. But she told him, there's a lot of time who look good. Amar told her, if they didn't look good, they would learn more. A woman came in front of Rabbi Uda from with and she, she was found guilty. She was found that she had obligated to pay So the woman said, is it, did Shmuel judge this way? You know Shmuel? He was short and he had a big stomach. He was dark and he had big teeth. He was trying to make fun of the rabbi. He came over here to make fun of my rabbi. You should be in herim. And she blew up and she died. Next we learn the Mishnah: Mutar bebetza A person who, where not going to eat uh, something cooked, he's allowed to eat this egg that's tormita. So, ma'betza tormita? What's uh, this egg that's tormita? So, Amashmoel, well, avda de'avid la shave alfa dinari. Slave who knows how to do this type of egg is worth a, th- a thousand dinarim. How do you do it? You put a thousand times in hot water. A thousand times in cold water. Until until it it becomes so small that you're able to swallow it. And if someone has a pimple or some sort of wound in his stomach... That has, uh, that has uh, a phlegm on it, and you eat it. When it comes out, when that egg comes out of his body, the doctor was able to look at it, and the doctor can finally see what's wrong with him, he could uh, assess it, and then he could uh, give him the right medicine. Shmoel was able to check himself what disease he has with uh, some say it's a ha is a uh, is a stalk of a cabbage but it was very painful when he did it that the people in his house the, the woman in the house would, would would pull their hair just because of how much pain they had for the rabbi uh, a worker. If his job is to, let's say, pick uh, figs from the tree, the Torah allows him to take some figs and eat it. Why? Etc. He He's touching it. He's allowed it. He's allowed, the Torah allows him to take a couple of bites. However, but he only allowed to take bites from what you're actually picking. So if you're picking the klufsin type of figs, you can't take from the b'bnot type of figs. B'bnot sheva. If you're taking the b'bnot ones, You can't take the klufsin figs. So, my klufsin. What's klufsin? It's a type of uh, it's a type of uh, fig that they that they make uh, some sort of dish with it. And the gemara in the story a person gave his slave to his friend like and he was supposed to teach him how to make a thousand dishes of of this type of fig uh, dish. He taught him only eight hundred not a thousand as so he took him to Betin. i am I'm still owed another two hundred dishes i want to learn them our fathers used to say that we forgot all the good, meaning they used to remember good stuff and uh, and they forgot it us we never even saw such good things meaning he was he was just expressing uh I wonder how a person can be so involved with uh, w- with all these delicacies and all these uh, enjoyments. <speaking in Hebrew> rabbi made a wedding for his son, and Rabbi did not invite Bar Kapara. Thing is like this Bar Kapara and Rabbi had a very interesting relationship. Bar Kapara was a very funny rabbi, and Rabbi was trying to control himself from laughter because the day that Rabbi left was bad for the world. And Bar-Kappara would make him laugh. So this way he didn't invite him to the wedding. So, so bar Bakapara wrote on the house that, uh, that wherever the chuppah was, he wrote that, 240 million dinarim would be spent on this wedding. And he couldn't invite Bar-Kappara to the wedding. And uh, if this is the way Hashem gives money, Hashem rewards those who go against him, meaning you're bad because you didn't invite me and, get, and still you're rich, for someone who listens to Hashem, all the more so you'll get more reward. So Azmaneh, so Rabbi invited him to the wedding. Amar, and then he, he switched his mind. He said, If this is the way Hashem rewards people who listen to Him, like Rabbi, in the next world, all the more so how much they're going to get. And the Gemara says a story, The day Rabbi would smile, he would laugh, bad things would happen to the world. He was a Baal Yisurin, accepted Yisurin, afflictions of pain on himself, so the world won't have to suffer. But the day he was happy, then the world suffered. So, so Amar the Lebar Kapara, lo te badihan. So, Rabbi told the Barkapara, don't make me laugh. Behivna lach and I'll give you 40, uh, whatever it's a measurement of weight, of wheat. Amar so Barkapara Kapara told Rebi, more, look, my master. Dechol De ba'ina shakilna. Any amount I want, I can take. Shakal di kular rabah. Bar kaparat took a big basket. Hafier kufra, He put tar on the outside. Ve'sahfe al reshen. He put it on his head. He flipped it over his head so Rabbi won't see him when he's talking. And he went and he told Rabbi, Lechi li mora be'in griveh. He said, bach. I want you to measure for me forty grivet uh, of uh, wheat. That you owe me. Ahok <laughs> Rabbi. Rabbi laughed. And then he said, i then our told And Ribi Lava the Barak didn't I tell you not to make me laugh? So he went against what I have to say. I don't have to give you the wheat. I'm not asking for those 40. I'm asking for a different 40 that you owe me. And he was just saying it as a joke. And Barak made Rabbi laugh. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.